Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Uh, May 14th. What's happening? How are you? What's going on? Can you believe we are more or less halfway done with May? That's crazy talk. That's like June is coming up hot. Uh, We are streaming live. Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud. It has been a while since we got a little video stream going. If you forgot what I looked like, my arms have gotten thinner, my belly's gotten bigger, and my hair has gotten longer. Um, You're not missing too much here. This is probably the last time uh, in in my life as a human being that you are going to get to see this place rogers park uh chicago illinois my apartment here um i will reveal the address you know after i move i don't want any crazed fans you know another 817 st paul street incident baltimore maryland 21202 that was a good zip code 21202 um this zip code's good too 60626 um I like that repetition at the end. You know, you had 606 uh, or 626-212. It's good stuff. My name is Quinn Furness, and this is my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. Thank you for tuning in wherever you're watching from, Facebook, YouTube, listening after the fact. It doesn't matter. It's Friday night. It's about 6 p.m. Kind of a unique time to record, but... Uh, uh, you know, you got Rachel. She's out of town. She's in Florida. I got the night to myself, totally bacheloring it up. And uh, I could sell some some OnlyFans toe picks holding them up to the screen here. Wow, I feel like Margot Robbie in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood here. I'm double fisting. I posted this on social media if you didn't believe me. This is a can of Old Style that has been in my fridge since, like, I don't know, November 2019, something like that. And it's not like there was a six-pack and I've been slowly whittling away. I think I bought a six-pack when I had a a brother in town or something. We drank most of them. And there was just one left, and I haven't gotten around to it. Um, So I brought it into the shower with me right before we started. I wanted to make sure I was clean and fresh for the live show. Uh, It still tastes pretty good. And then we also got... um, This is the last... We're really digging into the archives here. This is a gin and tonic... Although it's just kind of like it's the bubbly water that I made. So it's not actually tonic water, but I think it's pretty much the same thing um, with a little bit of lime. That gin, I and I actually I have a two liter of tonic water that I purchased before I had my soda stream. Um, that's been in my my uh, fridge since last year's birthday. And I bought the gin along with the two liter of tonic water for last year's birthday. Uh, so that was, you know, bought early March of 2020, right before the pandemic hit when I was still having a planning a birthday party for myself uh, here in the apartment. That's the sad thing about this apartment. It's a great apartment, tons of space. One of the reasons I was so excited about it was that I wanted, you know, to be able to host people in here. And not, you know, not like sleep over, but just like host get togethers, have parties, whatever. Um, and of course, the last 14 months have not really allowed for that type of action. It's a shame. I got this this big apartment here. Um, I'll do a quick little I, I can't do a tour because I'm I'm connected with my wired up microphone here, my Samsung Q2U series. But here, Facebook, you can see um, 
if you're watching the Facebook stream, I'm, I'm holding up the computer here. I got this nice big living room here. It's now, you know, got boxes, Hansel in the background. And then behind me there is the dining room. I got the piano, got my dining room table. I got a nice kitchen back there with a huge walk-in pantry. It's good stuff. Apologies if you have motion sickness on Facebook. Um, YouTube, I was going to do the same thing, but I feel like, you know, I've done enough piano streaming on YouTube that you know what the dining room looks like. I can't take you into the bedroom that's classified. But, uh, yeah, we're really we're cleaning out the empties here. That was the last of my gin that I bought for my birthday last year, my twenty fifth birthday. Um, and this can of old style was purchased well before that. So I think I'm I, I'm just about. I still have some whiskey here that I got to drink down. I'll work on that this weekend and one bottle of wine. But otherwise, you know, we're working our way down. Lots of uh, lots of uh, you know boxing up packing uh next saturday eight days a week from tomorrow is the big move uh, i see it on facebook uh pj schiller what up thanks for being here i appreciate it welcome to the bean town podcast um yeah i got the big move tomorrow it hasn't really set in yet i know we talked about it extensively last week on the podcast um I, it's just weird like i i don't feel rich enough to move down to lincoln park where i'm moving that's the big thing um you know, and it reminds me of college, right? I lived down there two out of my three years. And so it's just a little like, and I remember in, in college, the reason I brought that up, I remember being in college and being like, I am not rich enough to be able to live here, you know, down on Fullerton. I see we have some unstable internet and stuff. I apologize for that. Um, so I think there's going to be imposter syndrome is not necessarily the right phrase or, or term for it because I'm like, it's not like I don't feel like I don't belong it's just like doesn't quite feel like my neighborhood but at the same time it's like i want to be close to work i uh, want to be close to friends uh, you know on the near north side and stuff so um i don't know it's just going to take some getting used to smaller apartment um you know a little bit more hustle and bustle although i am thankful that i'm like even though i'm living on a, a fairly main street it's not quite as major as like you know a clark or a halstead or a belmont or something so it's still got a little bit of that laid back feel still got the alley like it, we'll get used to it um but yeah that's that's happening a week from tomorrow so we're we're literally i mean i got my boxes back here building them you know, putting stuff in there. Uh, I was about to swear. I should mention listener discretion is advised. When you're listening to the Beantown podcast, number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. It's a very special episode, and I promise I'm not going to waste, you know, any more of your time. You all are here because you wanted my top 10 horse names of 2021. And just like we do with our power rankings, just like we've done with our horse names the past uh, four years now, uh, we are going to go ahead and start from number 10. We'll work our way down to number one. We will take a break in the middle uh, to hear from our wonderful ad sponsors. And uh, yeah, we'll just work our way from 10 to number one. I promise, I I think pretty much every single one of these horse names that we're going to go through has some kind of story behind it um you know i know in years past you you know you get horse names and it's like they're just kind of funky and they don't really have a you know a a great story they're just kind of weird to be weird Uh, i've had those absolutely in the last three years but i think this list of top 10 everything in here is like okay Here's this name. Here's why I chose it, etc. Um, if you're new to the show, if this is your first 
horse name special. Um, I'll, I'll just give you a, a brief background. Every year around the Kentucky Derby, we try to do this. Um, and I, the Kentucky Derby this year was two weeks ago. Uh, it just completely slipped my mind, which is why we didn't do it two weeks ago. Um, but Preakness, which is actually in Baltimore, uh, Beantown, where I, we started this show from, uh, that is happening tomorrow. Um, and so I figured, you know what, we missed Kentucky. That's okay. We'll just do it for Preakness. And so these are horse names. If you're not really a horse racing fan and you're not familiar with the culture, horse racing horse names are just like really weird. I mean, you could just literally go look up a list of Kentucky Derby winners and be like, what were they smoking? I mean, you have, um, I mean, Secretariat, super popular, of course, uh, Mind That Bird. Um, what was the, the most recent one who won the Triple Crown? It started with an E, right? I want to say Equalizer, but that wasn't it. Um, I'm going to look this up real quick for you, just so you can get a, a better, you know, example of, you know, the names that we're going for here. So when I say top 10 horse names, these are not names that, you know, are like real horses that I just picked out from this year and are like, these are really cool ones. These are straight from my head. Uh, these are names that I have cultivated myself and there's really not a lot of rhyme or reason. It's just kind of fun to do it. Justify. That was the name of the one who won the Triple Crown, right? Let me click on his, uh, yeah, the most recent runner of the American Triple Crown. I mean, just in the past five years, you have Medina Spirit, who TBD on that victory, got caught using Roy's classic horse problem. Last year was authentic. I had no idea. I would have bet you like $200. If you would have told me five seconds ago that last year's Kentucky Derby winner was authentic, I would have said no effing way. Like, I don't remember that. I think that race was in, what, like August, October, something like that. Um, Country Country House was three years ago. Was that the one where the race, the, the winner got disqualified? It might have been. I don't remember. Um, then Justify, Always Dreaming, Nyquist, American Pharaoh. I think that was another Triple Crown winner. California Chrome, Orb, I'll have another. I remember that one. Animal Kingdom, I remember that one. Then there's Mind That Bird, etc. Anyways, I don't even remember most of those. Um, but I always watch the Kentucky Der- Derby. So we're going to go through uh, every year on the Beantop Podcast, four years running now, I have made uh, a list around this time of year of top 10 horse names. And I'll actually, I'll give you a reminder, not of each list, because I'm not going to read you 30 horse names uh, live on air here, but I'll, I'll remind you of what my number ones have been the last three years. So let me get a sip of my old style here and we will, we'll, we'll dig those up for you. So... One of the reasons I, I started doing this annual special in general three years ago when I started this show was that I had always, like, through high school, college, and grad school, I was always talking about this one name, which ended up being my number one for 2018, the first year of the show, as, like, if I ever own a horse, which probably is not going to happen because I work in education, but if I ever own a horse, like, this is going to be my horse's name because it's just, like, the greatest horse name I can think of. Um, and so that name, and this was the number one name from our top 10 list year one, that name was, of course, Episcopalian, uh, which is just like, I'm a big religion guy, not in terms of practicing it, but I just think like, 
I mean, I was a religious studies minor in college. I studied it. I think it's fascinating. Um, and there's so many great terms, like especially in Western religion, Greek and Latin roots. Like it's just, it's amazing. Episcopalian was number one in 2018. Number 2019, we stuck with the religion theme, Pentateuch, which is the first five books of the Old Testament. I also think, you know, just spelling wise, Pentateuch, P-E-N-T-A. T-E-U-C-H. I love that T-E-U-C-H and it's took. It's just like, that's awesome. Uh, so that was number one in 2019. Last year, number one, uh, we went with the more grammatical uh, approach and it was still one word, irregardless, which I picked because uh, it's not actually a word, but people are always using it, irregardless. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you might be sensing a trend. All of our number one names have been one word. Up to this point in time, uh, this year, I, I'll, this is the only thing I'll say about the list of, or about number one at this point, it's not it's not one word. We're breaking the trend. So if you if you had money on this, you lost you lost money. It's not one word. What do you say we go ahead and kick off our list? We'll do five. We'll do the the you know ten through six, and then we'll do number one. I got to tell you, I ordered these. Um, as I was walking to the grocery store, uh, yes, uh, thank you for tuning in, Antien. A horse name, irregardless. I know, crazy. It would be great though. Wait till you hear this list. Um, they're ordered ten through one, I guess, in you know a very loose fashion of like ten is my favorite or ten is my least favorite, one is my favorite. But I, you know, I've gone through millions of names to get down to this top 10 list for this year. So really, if you made the top 10, you're all winners in my book, okay? Number 10, kicking us right off, uh, is my only real pun, okay? I figure I can afford one pun per year, a full in one. Coming in at number 10, horse name, a full in one. Got the little golf theme. I got to tell you, I don't remember if I told this story on the on the show about a month ago. I was running out by Warren Park here in Chicago, and half of the park, the the eastern half is a public golf course. The western half is just, you know, a park. It's got an ice rink, a nice, like, sledding hill, um, all sorts of stuff. Uh, cricket, actually, believe it or not, because it's right next to Little India. I'm running around Warren Park, and you reach a point where the path is just, like, on the opposite side of the fence from the golf uh, golf course. And I'm running on the pavement with my music in, and so I'm not really, you know, I'm kind of like zoned out. This is already mile like three to four of my run, so I'm like in the zone, not really thinking about anything other than just running. And whew, right next to me about a yard away, a golf ball hits the, the, the con- not the concrete, the pavement, and bounces, and, you know, I don't know where it went. But that thing was this close from whacking me in the head. I don't know enough about, you know, your skull. And, and not like, a, you know, I wouldn't have a fractured skull, but, like, brain hemorrhages. I'm not a doctor yet. But I assume, like, that would have been, a, uh, that would have been problematic. Okay? It probably would have hurt. I don't know. Can you get knocked unconscious from that? It wasn't a line drive. It wasn't coming at me horizontally. Someone had, you know, I don't know if they chipped or they just had like, you know, the 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 opening shot from hell or whatever. 
but it was way over the fence, just missed me, scared the crap out of me. And if this is a repeat story, I apologize. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, hmm. It was a lot. So I tell you what, that person did not shoot a hole in one, but number 10 on our horse list is full in one. Number nine, this is an interesting one. And really the only people who can, who can fully appreciate this would be like three people in my immediate family. Leroy Lowry. Our number nine horse name is Leroy Lowry. I love alliteration, especially when it comes to horse names. Leroy Lowry is a proper name, if you couldn't figure that out already. He was the assistant coach of my youth flag football team when I was like seven years old. My brother Jack and I played one season of flag football, the only Fernie in this generation uh, to have ever graced a football field. Um we were on separate teams. I was on a I, I was on a yellow team, I think, and they had a helmet and everything. I don't really recall having pads, which makes sense because it was flag football. Yeah, I don't think we wore pads, but my uh, my head coach was a guy named Mike, I think, and he had a he had a, a son on the team, and then the assistant head coach was this guy named Leroy Lowry. Looked like he probably played, I don't know. Juco football as like a third string tight end, you know. Imagine like a Jim Klein saucer. It, that there's a very deep Minnesotan reference uh, for in you know Dakota reference as well for those of you you know twenty years back. If you're if you're if you're listening to me talk about Leroy Lowry, assistant head coach, and you want the image, just Google Jim Klein saucer uh, and imagine him just like heavier than that with the long hair and I don't really remember much about him other than we just like liked his name and he was just just this like short guy with long hair very overweight and he was the assistant coach and I just figured Leroy Lowry that's a great horse name okay so that's number nine uh number eight I gotta tell you there's a, a quick story behind this one I was on the fence. This was probably the last one to, to make the cut, even though it's number eight, not number 10. I was like, maybe I'm being too harsh here. Maybe I shouldn't include it. But then I was in the shower 45 minutes ago, and the ad for this came on, and I was just about, well, I didn't just about lose it. I'm in the shower. I'm chilling out. It's a Friday night, whatever. But I was just like, the reason these guys have made the list at number eight is because Every time I'm listening to music on YouTube, on my phone, in the shower, their ad comes on. It's like 60 seconds long. Um, and here's the worst part about it. I'll just I'll tell you the horse name right now. Um, and it's the only one on here that's got some weird spelling. Usually you have one or two that has fun, funky spelling. This is the only one that I have with weird spelling. The name is long. So I hope, I hope that the, you know, uh, Churchill Downs doesn't have a character limit. Here's the name. If you've never heard of UPAC, okay, and the, excuse me, the spelling is the first U, the contraction is just a U, so U apostrophe, excuse me, keep belching, U apostrophe V-E, and then the last U in UPAC, which is normally a U, the letter U is actually the word U, so Y-O-U, then PAC. Here's the thing. 
And the reason I include it, because I, I hate this company so much, because they advertise so much. And you might say, well, Quinn, all companies are advertising, whatever. Here's the second half of the sentence. So the, the start of the YouTube ad goes like this. And you could probably find it on YouTube if you want to you know, kill yourself. You could go watch it. Here's how it starts. If you've never heard of UPAC, that's okay. We don't spend our money on whatever it is, expensive advertising campaigns. And that's the opening line of this show or of this ad. And every time the man's voice comes on, I just about want to go into like Godzilla mode, rip down my shower curtain, take my phone and just throw it out the window. And maybe do a kill two birds with one stone kind of thing because there are three basset hounds that live next door. And usually they're pretty well behaved, but sometimes they start barking. And their owner, I think, you know, has gone on a five-week beach vacation to Cabo San Lucas because they just don't stop. And it doesn't really matter what time of day. They'll just go and go and go. Um, So number eight, if you've never heard of UPAC... That's going to be the horse that gets put down. Number seven. This one's straightforward, straight into the point. Fans of, what, 1960s television will appreciate it. Mrs. Ed. So you got a Mr. Ed. I've never seen the show, but it's a show about a talking horse. And we, you know, we're always talking about Mr. Ed, but no one ever talks about Mrs. Ed. Okay? Mrs. Ed. It doesn't even have to be a female. It could be a transgender horse. Mrs. Ed is number seven. Uh, how does the the theme song go to to Mr. Ed? Uh, oh, a horse is a horse, of course. Call me Mr. Ed. Something like that. I've never seen uh, an episode of Mr. Ed. What 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 can you really do? I mean, it's a curious premise. And how long did Mr. Ed run for? I don't know. How much can you do with one talking horse? Are there other talking horses? Is Mr. Ed the only talking horse? Can Mr. Ed understand humans? Can humans understand Mr. Ed? What if Mr. Ed was a talking horse, but he only spoke in like Cantonese? Back in the 60s, things would have gotten pretty racist. We got one more here in our first half, and it's our fan vote. Oh, boy. Thank you for the submission. This year's fan vote coming in at number six, Providence Steamroller. Oh, man. Now, I got to tell you, what would have been smart is before I started... I should have uh, I, I should have Googled Providence Steamroller because we got the the suggestion from the fan vote um, back in like January from brother of the podcast Walt Furness. In the only context I have, this is January twentieth, so we are four months ago. Thank you to Walt for the submission. Your horse name made it, okay? Hope you're happy. I've got a new contender for your next installment of Best Horse Names, Providence Steamroller, winner of the 1928 NFL season. I got to tell you, it's a pretty good name. 
and I've been to Providence. I was just in Providence uh, in October. I went for a run around the Roger Williams Zoo, and I don't run with my phone. But I actually, no, I did have my phone. I was running around like 5 a.m. I had to get up early because I was driving to, to Manhattan to make it in time for breakfast. Um, it's like a three hour drive. I ran around the Roger Williams Zoo in Providence, New York, or Providence, Rhode Island, and I got lost, got turned around. I fixed it. Okay, everything worked out. But it was, uh, it was, it was pitch black outside. I was running around. If you've ever been to the Rogers William, uh, Rogers William Zoo, it's pretty, it's pretty large, pretty uh, extensive. There's a lot going on there. You know, it's not just the zoo, um, but it's also more of like a, a giant city park with like a, you know, like a carousel and a bunch of different, just like, uh, think of like Millennium Park, right? You have like these different concert spaces and like concert shells, band shells, that sort of thing. Um, if anyone is familiar with Detroit, think of like Belle Isle. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a space like that. And it's about that size too. It's pretty big. Uh, and I got turned around. It was pitch black. Um, it's kind of kind of like an iconic memory for me, uh, just kind of you know having fun running around on a Sunday morning in a city that I've never been uh, really to before. Uh, yeah, it was kind of neat. But the Providence Steamroller, back to the name, Providence apparently had a football team, a professional football team, the Providence Steamroller. Uh, I don't Steamroller or Steamrollers, I'm not sure. But uh, regardless, irregardless of all of that, um, congratulations. Um, are in order because one of my friends just texted me that he got engaged. Uh, that has nothing to do with this show, but um, thanks for for letting me know. And congratulations, uh, and thank you to uh, brother of the podcast Walt Furness. Speaking of getting engaged, big wedding coming up in September. I got to plan a bachelor party. If anyone has any suggestions, um, because strippers are apparently after the whole Me Too thing, not on the docket. Okay, so that was there goes like my first eight ideas. I'll let that ruminate for a little bit. Uh, thanks again, Facebook and YouTube for being here. We've got uh, um, some good uh, some good comments in the Facebook chat going on about Mister Ed. Um, maybe I'll watch an episode tonight. I don't know. I got a I got a, a full full uh, no nothing planned. Is what I'm trying to say. Maybe I watch Mr. Ed. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, there's this really funny, pretty raunchy, but pretty funny show from Stars, S T A R Z Stars, 2009, 2010, I think, or 10, 11. It only ran for two seasons. It's called Party Down. And I'd seen, I learned about it like a year ago on Reddit, and I watched like one or two episodes, but um, I just watched a couple more episodes from the first season last night. Um, really funny, and the only reason that it you know didn't make it is because um, Adam Scott got um, Parks and Rec, and then Jane Lynch got Glee. Uh, but it's a really good cast. It's Adam Scott, Jane Lynch, Ken Marino. If you don't know Ken Marino, he's just like one of the most underrated com- uh, comic actors I think you know uh, it, that we have right now. Um, there's uh oh, what's her name uh, Lizzie Kaplan she's been in a lot of stuff she's the main female lead on that uh, I think Meg Mullally jo- joins uh, season two Martin Starr is in it if anyone has watched um, Silicon Valley Martin Starr he's in that and um, oh, Ryan what's his name Ryan Hansen who is just kind of like a character actor he's in it as well 
really well done. A lot, like every episode has a new guest spot. Um, it's on Hulu. You can watch it both seasons. So pretty funny. I recommend it. Let's do a quick shout out to our ads here, and then we will proceed with um, five through one in our horse names. And I got to tell you, I was I had a little bit of downtime this morning before we we read our ads. I was listening to the show from three years ago, which I almost never do. Um, but yeah, in case you're you're new to the Beantown podcast, we have four coming on now three to four years worth of shows um, every week. I've made a new show, so we've got like a hundred, almost a hundred eighty unique episodes there's a lot to listen to i was listening to one from you know may 13th whatever 2018 and i had some good jokes on there i think i was more punny back in the day my voice definitely sounds a little bit different i don't know if that has to do with losing weight or what it was um but i was i I think i i had a little bit more energy back then i was a little bit more punny Nowadays, I think, you know, partially it's COVID, partially it's not having experiences to talk about, but I'm a little bit, I'm definitely better at the podcast, just like in general, you know, podcasting. Uh, And hopefully, you would hope so after, you know, three years and four months of doing a show once a week, every week, you would get the hang of it. So I think I have, but it's always kind of fun, you know, when you just have a little bit extra time, you're like, all the YouTube algorithm is just like getting a little sweaty to go back and listen. And not all shows are, are great. Some of them you listen and it's a little cringe, but overall I think it's pretty good. So let's hear from our ads here. Home Pride Organo, this is a good one. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest <laughs> new home inspection provider with an inspection service including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff 100% of the time. If you're tired of big real estate's wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector that you can trust, Here's the thing. Call Steve. He's my dad. His number is 541-410-0316, or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316, or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. HomePrideOregon inspection. Perfection. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U series. You can see it live on stream here if you're on Facebook or YouTube. Um, Excuse me. That old style really hits hard. Lost my hat. That's how hard I was belching. Look at this hair. Like John Voight. Man, if you're less, if you're missing the live stream, I got to tell you, I like this Facebook angle a lot better than the YouTube angle. There's something about the YouTube angle. I'm feeling very, like, wide lens, whereas Facebook, it's, like, slim, trim, and thin. I look very summer-ready here, white as I am. Um, YouTube is a little bit wider. But um, wider and whiter. Um <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we got a new Samsung Q2U series microphone. Uh, I haven't tested it out yet because we haven't had a reason to do a, um, uh, you know, two guests on at one time. But in the future, in the new place, I think it'll be fun. Um, wow. 
some crazy barking outside. I don't know if the microphones picked that up. But a shout-out to this the Samson Q2U series from Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. Last but not least here, oh, it's our good friends Cut Spike you. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle, and we all love it. But how many independent Chicago-based barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's a little like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995. That's a long time, people. And it's probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana. Very important. If you go to Papa's, just know you're covered. Papa's was close today. They had a family emergency. Godspeed, Papa. Hope everyone's okay. Uh, and Ch- the greater Chicagoland area. From beehives to bangs, full hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you got to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com. Again, that's Cut! <laughs> QTZ. By Q at yahoo.com. Uh, yeah, that that's it. That's good. Here's the song in case you wanted it. S- feel free to sing it out loud with us live on the stream. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Good stuff. Uh, welcome back. We are in minute 34. Uh, we're doing well on timing. This has been uh, not a lot of fat. We've gone straight ahead here. Um, very minimal distractions, I think, overall, and not many tangents, uh, which hopefully you all appreciate. Let's uh, jump right back in to our top 10 horse names of 2021 special apologies for getting it to you a little bit late this year but better late than never if you just joined us uh 10 through 6 here we go number 10 full in one number nine leroy lowry number eight if you've never heard of UPAC. number seven mrs ed which uh Generated a lot of conversation on the Facebook chat. And number six, Providence Steamroller, the winner of this year's fan vote. Number five, getting right back into it here on the Bean Town podcast. Uh, this is, uh, I, I try to have, you know, at least one sport term on the, the list each year. And I realized I kind of had, you know, number 10 full in one was a pun of a sports term this one is just a straight up sports term and i was actually i was walking back from aldi this afternoon thinking of like this one would be ripe r-i-p-e ripe for changing it to a uh or, or including a pokemon pun as part of the sports term and i decided you know what as crazy as i am for pokemon there's probably not a lot of listeners who feel the same so I was thinking of making number five coughing corner, K-O-F-F-I-N-G. If you don't know the Pokemon, he's from Gen 1. He's poison type. He's this little purple ball, and he's got, uh, like, skull and crossbones on his forehead. Uh, and it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Um, and he's not a very good Pokemon. I don't think I've ever had a coughing before. Koga at least in red and blue, I think, has one or two coughings. Uh, He evolves into wheezing, coughing and wheezing, yada, yada, yada. 
My point being, it's not coughing corner. We stuck with this straightforward sports pun, not pun, sports term, coffin corner. If you don't know, coffin corner is um, a name for a drill and something that translates very, you know, uh, straightforwardly, 13 syllable words, into the actual game. Coffin corner specifically refers to punting. When you are a punter, you want to punt the ball. You want to, they, they call it, pin your opponent down inside, um, you know, their own t- five-yard line, 10-yard line. So when you do coffin corner, because if it hits the goal line, then they get it at the 20. So when you do coffin corner, you try to kick it out of bounds, and the ball is placed where the ball crosses the out-of-bounds marker. So if you can kick it into the corner... They call it the coffin corner because you're burying your opponent in their own end. Um, get inside the five or so, that's a coffin corner punt. So number five on our uh, 2021 top 10 horse names is coffin corner. And I like to include the sports puns. I also think coffin corner just like it's a good horse name, right? Just straight up. Like it's a, it's a niche, like cool sports term. It's also just a great sports name. Or a horse name, excuse me, Coffin Corner. Can you imagine, like, you're you're running the, the home stretch of the Preakness Stakes, and next, your name is, like, Taco Sally, and next door to you, you got Coffin Corner? Like, fuck, you are going to get your ass beat, okay? Number four. This, w- this one was, I was toying with putting this one as number one because it's the last horse name that is one word here. One one through three or two plus. Uh, number four, sartorialist. I love the like concept of sartorial, sartorialism, sartorialist. It's just it's it's like this crazy fancy word that not many people know. It just refers to like clothing, um, and fashion. So sartorialist is someone who is big on clothing and fashion, I suppose. I don't actually know. I didn't look it up. But, uh, you you know, Sartorialist, right, it kind of has that, like, feel of a number one name, uh, which is why I was drawn almost to, you know, make it my number one uh, horse name this year. But I decided we're going to buck the trend a little bit. Sartorialist, number four. If you don't know the song Sartorial Eloquence by Elton John, great song. Uh, It's from one of his... One of his albums right after, you know, his huge, like, string of 70s albums that were, like, all number one. It was one of the, from one of the couple albums right after that. I don't know. It's not Blue Moves. It's, like, the one after Blue Moves, something like that. Anyway, Sartorial Eloquence, if you're looking for just, like, a solid Elton John ballad that you've never heard before, uh, go listen to it. It's awesome. Early 80s. It's good stuff. Uh, Number three. Boy, we are getting down to it. And actually, I got to tell you, a little insider information here. I got to lower my voice a little bit just for this one. And here's why. Number three refers to someone who is literally outside. Number three, the horse name is Maggie George. And here's the reason I'm lowering my voice. Um, Because I have a window open. So it's my neighbor. Richard, who I've mentioned on the show before, who is infamous. And I, I could literally write like 
not a not a book, right? It'd be a really thin book. It's like the Curb Your Enthusiasm, Jason Alexander acting without acting. It's this thin. Um, but he has he has two dogs. They're like Golden Doodles, something like that. Their names are Maggie and George. And we're going to do a whole, not a whole, it's not going to be a whole episode. I, I would hate myself for that. But we're going to do a little tribute to Richard after I move, right? Because I want to be able to throw myself into it fully. Uh, but his two dogs, he doesn't own leashes for them. They're Maggie and George. And they just run free. They just go wherever they want. Um and I hope animal control comes one of these days, okay? Hopefully, you you know, you can still hear that. I didn't want Richard to hear me. I'm only here for eight more days, but I'd prefer no unpleasant surprises. Also, the sheer amount of dog poop that just lives outside our front door, not ideal. And I was thinking about this the other day. I was walking kind of in the dirt between the sidewalk and um, the street. And I was just because there were, you know, there's someone in the sidewalk and I didn't have a mask or something. And the amount of dog poop in the dirt where there's like, you know, some trees and stuff planted was just insane. And I thought to myself, my first reaction was like, oh my God. Like, Richard, why would you, like, you never pick up your shit, your dog shit. But then my second thought was like, oh, well, I'm literally the only person in my sixth flat here that doesn't own a dog. So it's like, okay, maybe there's other people. But then I realized, like, Richard sits out on the front stoop every day. He lets the dogs run around, roam free wherever they want. I've been been here two years. I have never once in my life seen him, like, picking up after his dogs. And we're talking, like, dozens of times if not almost 100 times, right, 600, 700 days I've been here that I've, like, seen him outside with his dogs. Never once seen him with a poop bag or anything like that. So maybe it's not just him, but it's definitely him as well, okay? That's number three. Apologies for getting quiet. Number two, we're back. We're getting topical, Okay, and also a little plan words. This is kind of a pun, I guess. I don't know if it exactly qualifies as a pun. I think it's pretty fun, though. So everyone's talking about cancel culture, not necessarily this year, but in many, you know, the last five years or so. Cancel culture is a big thing. I decided let's take that. That'd be a good horse name in and of itself. Let's do cancel couture. Now, I know what you're thinking. You uh, Houston, Texas fans, Kiki Coutinho. Cancel couture, um, which is a French word that has since kind of become an English word. And it's close to sartorial. Um, A lot of clothing on the horse names this year. Uh, Couture, I don't actually really know. I had to just look it up right now. It's the business of designing, making, and selling fashionable custom-made clothing. That's what, in uh, couture also as an adjective, uh, refers to of relating to or being high-end custom-made fashion. That's what couture is. So cancel couture, and I hope I'm saying that right or else it'd be kind of embarrassing. It's not um, cancel culture. It's cancel couture. Okay? So there you go. 
Folks, we have made it to number one on the list here. It's been a fun journey. We're at minute uh, 44. I think we're doing pretty well, timing-wise, uh, considering it's a top 10 list. we got a lot to talk about. We did a full ad read. we got drinks flowing. I got a pee really bad. We're, we're, you know, it's all the hits here on the Bean Tom podcast today. Um, I, if you are ready, I am ready. Okay. I'm going to give it to you straight up. Then I'll, you know, go back 10 through one, read the list one more time. And that's going to be our show, right? We're all about cutting out the fat here on the Bean Tom podcast. So a little drum roll. Okay. That was silly. Here is number one. Intensive purposes. Intensive purposes. Our number one Horace name for 2021. Throw it into the archives with Episcopalian, Pentateuch, and irregardless. I decided to continue for one more year the trend of like grammatical errors. Last year is irregardless. This year it's not grammatical. I don't know what the term for this is, but there's a phrase, all intents and purposes. Common phrase, said all the time. Everyone, not everyone, so many people believe it to be all intensive purposes, which doesn't make any sense. What the hell is an intensive purpose? Well, now you got an answer. It's the top horse name in 2021 for the Beantown Podcast. Intensive purposes, as opposed to intents and purposes, we got intensive purposes. I got to tell you, in terms of like, here, here, here's the deal. I'm going to be, boom, straightforward, candid with you. The last three years of doing this program, I've had my number one before anything else because it was just like I thought of it and I was like, this is number one. We're, everything else, we're just going to put down some names. It'll be great. This year, I didn't have a number one. Um, I came up with 10. I came up with a lot more than 10 and whittled it down to 10, and I was like, these are the 10 that work. I didn't decide until number one or until uh, this afternoon before recording which one I thought was going to be number one. Um, the ones I was considering, Intensive Purposes, Cancel Couture, um, Sartorialist were probably the three I was considering. Um, but that's what, I, that's what I went with with number one. Excuse me. I thought Intensive Purposes is something that everyone can relate to. It's a misspeak that is very common. And so I went with it. So let me give you a list from 10 to 1. Number 10, we have Full in 1. Number 9, Leroy Lowry. Number 8, if you've never heard of UPAC. Number 7, Mrs. Ed. Number 6, Providence Steamroller. Number 5, Coffin Corner. Number 4, Sartorialist. Number 3, Maggie George. Number 2, Cancel Couture. And number 1, Intensive Purposes. There you have it, folks. Uh, I want to thank everyone. It's been fun to get back into the uh, video live stream. I wanted to do one more from Rogers Park before moving out. I got to tell you, next time you see me, it's going to be brick walls, like a prison cell, but better. Um, but no, my apartment is just a lot smaller, uh, you know, down uh, down in Lincoln Park, which uh, there are pros and cons for sure. Um but yeah, we're gonna. I'm not sure. I think next week will be a little bit of a Rogers Park farewell. We'll see what else we get to talk about. But um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go have some supper and maybe watch an episode of Mr. Ed. Who knows? 
Folks, thank you for tuning in. The Preakness Stakes are tomorrow uh, from Pimlico Racehorse in northwestern Baltimore. Never got to go myself, but uh, I wish I would have. It's kind of a, it's like a very social thing, right? People go to like get wasted and be there all day, whereas I am much more like I want to see the actual horses race. And that's just not as exciting to do for, you know, six hours by yourself. But, and it was really expensive. Honestly, that was the most, you know, prohibitive aspect. It's like 80 bucks or something a ticket, probably more this year. Um, But yeah, everyone, thanks for tuning in to our top 10 horses special for 2021. This is a really fun show. I hope you appreciate it. I had a lot of fun putting it on. You know, there are some episodes of the Bean Tom podcast where it's like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I got to put something out. And then there are other episodes where it's like, I am so excited to put this show out uh, for you all today. And that's kind of how I feel about this one. So thanks for listening, everyone. I hope uh, wherever you are at, you have a fun weekend whenever you're listening to this. Um, And most importantly, I hope you stay safe, stay sane, because I am Quinn David Furness, and I'm going to check in on you next time. So we'll get our music playing. And that's about all I got for you. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. I will check you later. Bye. Bye.